Hey, Cree, got your coffee? Got it, Kate. Awesome. Let's go. Was she drinking? Just water. I was contemplating coffee. However, my whole mouth, my whole body was like, nope, you're going to have to drink this water because tonight I get to drink alcohol, which I'm very excited about. I understand. So I got to get all my water in. Got to stay hydrated. Are you drinking water or you got some coffee? So I'm double fisting it. I've got coffee in this one, which I need to like, I need to stop. I'm drinking weight ever. You know, what's funny is that since switching to hot coffee, I'm drinking more hot coffee now than I was when I was having iced coffee. I don't understand. I don't know the method to my madness, but I'm drinking more coffee now and it needs to chill, but drinking water as well. You're drinking hot coffee because it soothes your soul. It makes you warm. It feels good. It's comforting. That's why you drink hot coffee. That's why I had a cup and a half, which is more than what I would normally drink, which is why I want more hot coffee. I want it all. Give it to me now. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about how much coffee I've been drinking. Yeah. You need to cut cut that shit back, girl. It's not good for you. I know. Just love it so much. And it's not even maybe, you know what I've heard? of a different kind of like blend where it's called like dandy blend or something but basically it's the taste of coffee I think it's like roots of dandelion or something like that but it's the taste of coffee but with no caffeine so I should probably like really look into that because caffeine is doing nothing for me other than you know upsetting my adrenals Like, otherwise, like, I don't get any kind of, I can drink coffee and go straight to bed. Caffeine just no longer affects me. So because I'm drinking it strictly for the taste and the feeling that it gives me in my soul, I should probably find an alternative or switch to decaf, one of the two. Yeah, I really don't think that uh, caffeine does anything for me either, unless it does and it's slight, but it's never like I wake up, need the coffee, and I wake up suddenly, it's just... I just want coffee because I like it. It's it's just a a habit. It's a ritual. It soothes my soul. That's it's my soul morning soother. Correct. Same. So we're just going to keep fucking up our adrenals and living our best lives (laughs) while also still just trying to stay hydrated. Right. Because we will also be drinking. We will also be drinking the water. It's like when you are trying to like not get drunk so quickly and you do like one drink and then one water. That's what I do with coffee. Basically I do one, one cup of coffee and then one thing of water. Hey, at least there's balance. It could be much worse. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm growing, but I do, I need to cut back on my caffeine intake, my poor adrenals. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. Thanks. Make sure that I'm out of the state slash country when you decide to do this, because I don't want to (laughs) be around you. John told me like, you should probably do a coffee detox. I was like, yeah, you planning a trip then you taking our child with you because that's going to be bad. I will get a headache if I don't have like the normal amount that what my brain is used to at a certain point in the day. Like it's yeah. I do think though, if you ever plan on getting pregnant in the future, you may want to start cutting back just a bit because you should probably cut back and not fuck up your child's adrenal glands. I I don't know if they've got those or what the anatomy (laughs) happens. I don't know why caffeine is bad for babies, but you know, just don't do it. I will say, and I know that every pregnancy is different. I did not do that when trying to get pregnant with Jack 
And then my first trimester, I hated all sorts of coffee and I just didn't drink any. And then while I was pregnant, while I did definitely go over the recommended amount uh, that you are supposed to while pregnant, my child's fine and he's thriving. So I don't know. I'm sure that there is obviously like correlations of too much caffeine being bad for your child, but he's okay. Is he though? (laughs) (laughs) He may tell you different when he says that's not an option, mama. (laughs) I will go, Jack, we absolutely do not do that. And he go, no, mama, we absolutely do that. We absolutely is. And I'm just like, oh my God. (laughs) So maybe it was, it was too much caffeine. That wasn't the caffeine. That's just your sassiness coming back to bite you in the big old us. Amen. Amen. That's not a lie. That's the absolute truth. So how's your day going? Um, pretty good. Today's my five year anniversary of being married. Woo! I want, I want mac and cheese. Are you going to have that for dinner? Not tonight. You know what? I obviously not from the catering company. Um, but John got these really great. We've already had some of them, but John got these really great fillets from someone that he works with. And so we had one um, maybe not last week, but the week before. And they were like butter. Like I have never had a steak where it literally melted into my mouth the way that this did. It was, so we're either having those tonight or tomorrow night, but I did get some, it's microwavable macaroni and cheese. Cause I am not making the real thing, but it's some good, good shit. So I did get some to have with our fillets, but not barbecue on wheels, mac and cheese, God bless. And the brisket. I told Katie, cause Katie said she was going to have, she was <clears> going <throat> to order this place for Jack's birthday. And I literally told her this morning that I don't care where the party is, that I will stand in a parking lot and bring my own spoon. I don't think this was the best mac and cheese of my life. <laughs> I will never forget on my wedding walking into like the back kitchen area where Kristen and Tom were having a disagreement and walking into the back kitchen area and Kristen is just standing there with a spoon in her hand eating the macaroni and cheese while also yelling at Tom (laughs) and I just walked in and grabbed a spoon I'm like what are we fighting about like you did. We just like started the conversation. Everything cool was happening. No, that Mac man. I think it was cold too at that point, which made it and even better. Absolutely. I am God. pro. I am pro cold leftovers. There are so many people that are like, absolutely not like cold pizza is the best pizza leftover. Cold pizza is the best pizza leftover, uh, cold spaghetti leftover, cold Mac and cheese. I am pro cold food. It depends on the mac and cheese though. Like I can't have, well, I don't think I can have, (laughs) I think it needs to be like really creamy so that you can also, it stays creamy because sometimes if it gets cold, like a craft mac and cheese, it'll get dry. dry, And that's not, that's not fun. We don't play dry mac and cheese games. Yeah, no. So if you are looking for a catering company near St. Charles, they are located in South Elgin. They sadly only do catering. They do not like they need to have a restaurant so I can go there all the time for their mac and cheese, but then I would be 700 pounds. But if you are ever looking for a catering company, 
we, for our like party of six last year for Jack's birthday, we ordered food from them. And the minimum amount that you can order is for 20 people. We ate brisket for like three weeks after that. And I have no regrets. It was the best, best thing ever. And we'll be doing the same this year, whether we have a smaller or a bigger party, same thing. I'm ordering some damn mac and cheese. Yeah. That was a good wedding. That was a good food. I mean, you also had like the best playlist because we have the same taste in music, mm-hmm. the whiskey, well, the Jameson was a flowing. The amount of alcohol that was at my wedding, the amount that we returned. So my wedding was very much like do it yourself. Like we rented the venue, but we had to bring all of our own drinks. We had to have all the food catered. We had to hire a bartender to distribute the alcohol. And it's so funny how people are like, I'm going to save money by doing it yourself. You don't save shit. I still spend a good amount of money by quote unquote doing it myself. But so we got all of our alcohol from Binnie's, which is an alcohol store where we live. And the great part about it was anything that wasn't opened, we were able to return. We initially spent like $2,000 just on alcohol because my family is not big drinkers, but my friends and then John's friends are big drinkers. And we still returned like $800 worth of alcohol. So that part was great. But yeah, there was so much alcohol. There were so many things, so many people throwing pickles. And <laughs> oh my God, I'm still bitter about that. As we ordered Jimmy John sandwiches to, you know, for the groomsmen and for the bridesmaids to like eat something. And I specifically ordered myself some pickles to enjoy on my wedding day. And while I'm going through my like edible crisis, Meatball, who is one of John's friends, his name is his real name is Brian, but we call him Meatball, comes in and asks my mom if he can have the pickles. My mom hands him all of the pickles. There were a good amount of them. And the groomsmen proceeded to throw the pickles out of the hotel room onto the sidewalk where people were walking. They were trying to basically play duck hunt. Like they were trying to hit people with like, thank God we didn't get kicked out of the, like, God. Yeah. And the people downstairs were setting up for another wedding. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so, like just random people. It was literally the hotel and, you know, guests trying to get ready for a wedding. Yep. Yep. Bunch and, of 30 and- year old men throwing pickles out of a window wasted. They were all so wasted. Yeah. They were wasted at like 11 AM. It was yeah. well, maybe not 11, but <clears throat> by one it, before your wedding started, they were by one basically PM. gone. I've never seen my husband as drunk as what he was on our wedding day, thankfully. And I will never forget that during um, our vows, I told John that he needed to get his shit together because he wouldn't stop crying. And like, while I understood, like he was being emotional, I'm like, John, you have to stop. Like I, cause seeing him cry just made me cry. He was a blubbering mess, man. That's probably my one, my one regret besides getting the DJ that we did. Cause I hated my DJ, but my one regret was not having like a videographer. Otherwise it was a perfect day. Despite the edible crisis of getting ready Uh, For my actual wedding day, I decided to take a very tiny, literally the size of like a dime chocolate edible 
and proceeded to freak out for a good two hours after that. I mean, I have had edibles the size of a dime and you can get, I mean, it depends on what's inside. It doesn't matter yeah. the size of the edible. It depends on how many milligrams that's inside said edible. I just, because my friend that had given it to me was like, oh yeah, you're just going to get a little bit of a body buzz. Like it was literally meant to just like relax me. And to this day, she apologizes. <laughs> I'm like, it's not your fault. Like I'm a grown ass woman. And I decided to take an edible. Little did I know that it was like, it did something to me where it literally like dropped my body temperature where I felt like I was frozen and couldn't get my body temperature back up. So I'm like, rocking in front of the fireplace, like trying to heat myself up, freaking out that my eyes were bloodshot. And I was like, this was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever done. Like I have to have all of these pictures taken. Why did I do this? But then finally friends of mine went and got me eye drops. And the second I had eye drops in my eyes, I'm like, I'm fucking fine. This is great. Like it was like, it's the Christian. Yeah, I'm just reliving the panic because I kept looking at it going, I am not leaving this hotel room to try to go find you freaking like eye drops, like get it together, Katie. I was like, no, but thankfully you had another friend who was not as like, <laughs> probably because she was also high. She was just she like, was. I also get it too. No, she also, uh, yes. But it was so weird. Katie got the eye drops. It was just immediately, everything was fine again. She was a back to normal like <laughs> magical eye drops made her no longer I will, never, I will never because also like if you guys have listened to us before I mean I used to smoke like a lot but it had been a good two years since I had had any kind and obviously like it kicked me on my ass so I remember like standing by my bed <laughs> and I'll and it was just so funny I was standing by my bed like fidgeting with it, like just trying to like take my mind off of other things. And my other friend walked over and she was like, how you doing girl? I'm like, man, like, like, does this go away? Like, how do I make this go away? And she literally looked at me and she's like, you just got to let it ride, man. You just <laughs> And I will pr- protect the names of the innocent because she's a grown ass woman now with children in a professional job. But it was just the way that she said it was like, you just got to let it ride. You just got to, you just got to get through it. It's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And lo and behold, I will, one of my husband's friends came in and was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, like, we're about to get on the bus. And I just remember looking and be like, I don't fucking care. That's fine. Cool. We'll see you there. Like it was like everything in me with relaxed, but yeah, don't take edibles on your wedding day, unless you know how to fully um, handle yourself. Unless you've had said edible before, exact edible, and you know exactly how you react to said edible. (laughs) She's a Louisa. (laughs) But we had the best, the best food ever. And the drinks were a flowing. And my aunt Susie made an Oreo cake specifically just for John, meaning that she layered Oreo cookies in the shape of a cake. Specifically yep. for John, because she loves him so much. And those are John's favorite cookies. My cousin made us cupcake. Like, it was so good. It was it good. Was a good day. It was, a, it good was day. a good day. It was a good day. You know, what's also funny is that I drank a lot that day. Like, I drank a lot, which I never drink. And I was really surprised that I did not get sick. But I didn't pee once 
during my wedding. Not once did I have to try and figure out how to get my dress off and pull off my Spanx and the corset and my boob cut. There was a whole lot of stuff going on under that dress, but I did not have to pee once. It's kind of like a miracle. That's called dehydrated. True story. <laughs> too many, well, too much coffee, gummies, probably, and uh, alcohol. <laughs> no water was consumed on October eighth, two thousand sixteen. Yeah, but again, just surprising that I didn't get sick with the amount of alcohol that I took in because every time one drink left my hand. Brian or Bobby came and gave me another one. Like they were just continue. It was just a continuous stream. But anyway, it was a good day. It was a good night. It was, it was amazing. Maybe it was because of the uh, leftover mac and cheese you consumed to help probably the alcohol. Cause I didn't get sick either. And I definitely had plenty of beverage. Although I, I don't, I don't really ever get sick. I mean, it's happened maybe twice in my 40 years of existence. So, mm-hmm. I mean, minus the part where you're a baby because you don't really drink then, you know? So I don't yeah. know, however many years. I get sick always when I consume that much, but when I get sick always, it's lame. It's lame. But anyway, yeah, it was a good day. I'm just so grateful that the that the day turned out as well as it did because everything like we were able to have our ceremony outdoors. It was a beautiful October day. Like, whereas today it's like almost 80 degrees and humid in October. And I'm just like, it could not have been a more perfect day. That is for sure. I could relive that day and wear my wedding dress over and over and over and over again. I'm really sick of the 80 degree weather right now. For real. I looked at the weather for next week and it looks like it's going to at least like consistently stay lower. But like this weekend, like our town is having like a scarecrow fest. It's going to be 84 on Sunday. Have you seen that most recent reel where they're like, how am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? That's how I feel right now. (laughs) It's just like, it's humid too, because it's been raining Mm -hmm. and it's just hot in my house. And every time I try to get ready, I'm sweating. I'm just Mm -hmm. so over sweating when I'm getting ready. Sorry, I'm over it. Like today I'm supposed to go out with my friend for dinner, but we're going to like walk there. And I'm like, okay, but now what are, what, what clothes do I wear? Because do I wear a jacket? Cause it might ring. Do I bring an umbrella? Do I wear gym shoes? Cause I'm walk. Like, I do not like this time of year where everything is confusing. Mm -hmm. I want it to be hot and flip-flop or cold and shoes and jacket. I'm going to sweat my balls off in a light jacket just so that I don't get rained on. Oh, (laughs) life's hard, man. Sure is. Sure is. I think we're going to get through it though. Something tells me we're going to get through it. We do it every year because every year this happens where we get a little bit of taste of fall and then summer's like, nah, I'm back. And then it goes to fall for like two weeks and then it's winter again. Yeah, but it did that already. It's like, this is the third time it's done it. Yeah. Welcome to the I Midwest, digress. man. Yeah. I know where we live. I understand. Doesn't mean I like it. Kristen and I asked you guys to ask us some questions for a Q&A for this week's podcast. So Kristen, you want to ask the first question or you want me to do it? No, I'll go. Um, what are you currently binging? Keto chocolates. I was going to say, besides carrot fries, I watched only murders in the building. 
which is on Hulu with Steve Martin and Martin Short and Selena Gomez and a whole bunch of other people. Really good. Kind of cheesy, but I really love them and I thought it was great. Um, And the other things that I'm always uh, binging is NCIS. I think I've only been watching that for like maybe a year now and I'm on season like 12 if that's possible I mean so many people have died which is almost like I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right um and I've been watching Ghosttober on the Discovery Channel which is sweet I'm really into ghosts and other than that I'm just waiting for the return of Insecure and Sex in the City and what's the other thing called stranger things i have no idea when that's coming back but yeah oh, i forgot about stranger things yeah they've been gone for a while a long time wow i completely forgot about that like a part of me almost thought that they it was just done with and maybe that's why i don't know what the other shows what is insecure are you kidding me i don't watch tv i watch friends gilmore girls and new girl over and over and over again that's that's what i watch all right, Insecure, I don't know how to explain it to you. It's on HBO. Issa Rae, she's black, beautiful. She, inner city, I don't know. I, I watch it's it. It's good? Okay. It's on HBO Max. You have that. Watch that. Okay, good to know. So like I said, what I'm binging, I'm currently in the last season of Friends because I, when they removed Friends off of Netflix, I was the saddest human in the world. And I kept on telling myself, like, I will not pay for an HBO subscription just so I can watch friends it took me a good six months and I finally caved and got an HBO subscription (laughs) so I'm currently on the last season of friends like it's coming up to the very very end but otherwise yeah I don't I don't watch a whole lot of John and I will get into I did see sorry I just started like four different sentences I did see that (laughs) That Blacklist has new episodes on Netflix. So maybe that's what John and I'll do for our anniversary this weekend is that we'll watch Blacklist as opposed to watching more NCIS because John is also obsessed with NCIS, which is also funny because while I was gone over the weekend, he clearly watched a lot because I came back and I was like, who is this? Where did this guy come from? Why is he fat? Like there were so many things. (laughs) fat oh my gosh (laughs) okay not fat but if you watch ncis mcgee has had some like he's where i'm like wow he's lost a lot of weight and oh he's gotten a little chunky again and oh he's lost a lot of weight maybe it's the diet culture in me i don't know but it's like it's something that i have noticed and whatever season it is on right now he looks like a 40 year old man he's got like a beard and a mustache and he's he's gained a little bit of weight but he he looks completely different but john's obsessed with that show and i just couldn't believe how much changed in one weekend of me of me going away i will say that i hope that that man i don't know what his real name is in real life is okay because yesterday when i was watching it it almost looked like his cheeks were sunken in like i don't know if he was trying to lose weight which is fine like totally cool or if he's like chandler bing is he on drugs i had the exact same thought process because i felt like it was just going up and down 
very often where I had the same thought process of like, oh man, I mean, that's how Matthew Perry was. And he had, you know, drug problems throughout the series of friends. And especially I noticed that one most recently watching it where like Chandler was like much bigger when he proposed to Monica. And then when they came back to the next season, it was like, it was like he dropped 50 pounds. Like it was the, the dramatic difference was just crazy, but I've had the exact same thought of like, I hope he's okay. And that he's not sick because it's, it's been a significant fluctuation over the last couple of seasons. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I know the, I know the struggles of uh, weight fluctuation and I'm not on any drugs. So I just sometimes like, Oh, you, you could, you really look like something like he didn't look healthy mm-hmm. something in his cheekbones looked how it was weird but anyway, yeah I digress moving on nobody else watches then CIS so, so let's move on <laughs> so binging friends and also these keto chocolates from Costco are delightful they're they're dark chocolate with almonds and sea salt and they come in these little tiny squares and they are just like the perfect little sweet treat and I'm obsessed with them sweet current currently binging those as well Okay. Next question. What other podcasts do you like to listen to? Well, my podcasts are all ghost or murder related. Uh, Surprise, (laughs) surprise. Yeah. So if you're into that, uh, Ghost in the Burbs, Radio Rental, To Live and Die in LA, My Favorite Murder. Yeah, I would say that's about it. And then occasionally, as you probably guys have know from listening to me, I don't like to listen to things that actually help me. I like to disassociate and listen to things (laughs) like murder and ghosts. Like I've listened to the Glennon Doyle uh, podcast a couple of times, but why I stopped, I don't know. I enjoy her. So I wish Mel Robbins had a podcast. Well, she came out with like episodes on, and she actually talks about that in her new book, the high five rule or the high five habit, not the high five rule, but the high five habit. But she talks about that, about how it's been something that like has held her back because she didn't think that she should because so many other people have podcasts, right? Like it's crazy. If you have an Audible membership, she has like kind of like podcasts where there's like a series of I think like 12 or 13 and there's different topics for each one, like work, family, toxic relationships, finances. And I've listened to them several times. Okay. Well, I'll check those out. Yeah. They're really, really good. And they're specifically for Audible. Sweet. So I don't really listen to podcasts besides Coffee with Kate and Cree, obviously. (laughs) Um, I'm just not, maybe I just haven't found the right one. I used to listen to the Rachel Hollis podcast and I just haven't in a, I don't even know if she's still doing them to be completely honest with you. I just never really got into podcasts, like just hasn't been my thing, but I do listen to audible books and I listen to those quite frequently because I feel like I can just pop them in my ear and and granted you can do that with podcasts too. So I don't know, maybe I just need better suggestions for podcasts, but I listen to audiobooks or I will like YouTube Mel Robbins speeches and I will listen to her like do TED talks or do something like that just to like have that in my ear but otherwise yeah no other podcasts I don't I couldn't imagine listening to like spooky shit all day like that just sounds terrifying it ain't oh it's delightful Mm. 
I don't listen to it all day. It's not like from the time I wake up until I go to bed. It's like no, I, I understand. I think just because I already have such like weird dreams and fears about things that I couldn't put that in like how you and I, when we went walking through that forest preserve the other day and you were like, I'm just terrified of everything. I've listened to too many podcasts because of so many things happening. I couldn't listen to those podcasts specifically for that reason. I already have like an unruly fear that someone's going to take my child. I already like am terrified to go walking by myself, but I do it anyway because I need to number one, get out of my house and number two, let my child experience life. So I just, I couldn't listen to that because then I'd probably just sit in a hole and not move. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying what I'm doing makes sense. I don't, <laughs> I'm not saying it makes sense in my brain because like, I will not do haunted houses. I, I will not watch reenactments of ghost stories. I will not, because I don't need to watch this child in a white dress with black eyes mm. covered in blood jump out of things. Like, I don't want to do horror. Nope. I'm very into like suspense. There's only like very few quote unquote scary movies that I enjoy and they're Mm -hmm. probably not even necessarily scary they're just probably more suspense thriller and I will I don't want to go spend a night in a haunted house I do not want to go visit haunted places because I do not want them to come home with me so don't ask me to go will I watch from afar and be fascinated by it yes do not play that game. I am not interested because I'm terrified because I believe that it's <clears throat> real and I don't, I don't mess. They stay yeah. over there and I'm going to stay here and you be there. No, 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 no. We will not be messing. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. <laughs> you digress. Okay. I do. Next question. On the same podcasting topic, can you really make a living off of podcasting slash being an influencer? You absolutely can. I mean, Katie is quote unquote an influencer and that's her full-time job. Um, And there's millions of, I don't know if there's millions of people, but there's lots of people that make a living off of podcasting. Our podcast is not currently bringing in any uh, dough, but for sure you can. Oh, absolutely. Through paid sponsorships and, you know, by companies like reaching out to you and asking you. I mean, it's the same thing when a company reaches out to me and asks me if I just want to try their product for free, or sometimes they ask what my rate is to share something on my stories or to share a sponsored post. I am a part of um, a blogging community where I can sign up to partner with brands that I already use, believe in, to get paid uh, through posts that way. But the best way to get started by being an influencer, if that is something that you are interested in doing, is truly just sharing what you love. Once you start like talking about things that you don't use or you would never use or you don't even like, like that's obviously when it becomes scammy and gross. But it really is. It's just sharing the stuff that you love. Like people love when I share about my clothes. They love when I share about certain toys that I'm buying for Jack or the different food that I'm eating. Like there's so many things that you buy for yourself that you have no idea that nobody else knows about and would be like, oh my God, that's genius. Like why would I have never thought to buy this kind of organizer for this? So you can absolutely do it. You just have to be willing to share your life, honestly. 
you know, just have to will be willing to share your life on social media. And yeah, I mean, my advice is just start, just yeah. do it, just start and share what you love and be yourself. Yeah. And you could absolutely make full-time income with being an influencer. Like, I mean, I do along with my uh, beach body coaching and with my courses, I have to insert income disclaimer from team beach body, but with paid sponsorships and all of that, you can absolutely do it. But then there are also management companies that also reach out to influencers that will partner you with companies that you're already aligned with, but it's a hundred percent doable. If it's something that you absolutely want to do. And honestly, if you just like looked on YouTube and literally looked in how to make money as an influencer, the amount of information that will come up is endless. Yeah. I follow somebody who actually disclosed how much she made as an influencer and she's a part-time nurse, part-time student and part-time influencer. And her influencer money makes is more money than I make in a year. And that's her doing it part-time. So it definitely, it definitely go for it. Just influencers are today's commercials and their companies are willing to pay as long as there's a ROI return on ink or return on uh, investment, return on investment. Mm-hmm. All right, you go next. What inspired you to start your podcast? Uh, I think we just had so many people say we needed to start a podcast. We had so many people back in the day, like back when Instagram was this tiny little community of just people like well, I don't know what else other people were doing. I guess it was only people we that just, I was following, but just sharing our lives completely through Instagram and trying to in, not influence, trying to inspire other people and ourselves to like live healthier, better lives. And I don't know, people just asked us and we always wanted to do it. So here we are. True. It was more so that we were asked to start a YouTube channel where Kristen and I weren't comfortable putting ourselves on video, to be honest, and putting it on YouTube because people on YouTube are vicious and we just weren't ready to. Sure, eventually we will uh, spring to that, but it was something that we've always wanted to do only because we love sharing our story and having other people to relate to us. Like, It's the whole reason why we share what we share on social media is because people have said thank you. People have told us that, you know, we've helped change their lives in one way or another. So if it's another way that we can help someone, then that's why we do it. Yeah. And I think we should skip the YouTube and go to the TikTok. That's where the big money is. True story. We really should. We need to at least start sharing like our reels onto TikTok for sure. I don't think TikTok will let you share a reel, but I digress. Any, how many times have I said I digress? Can we count them? Let's not. Keep going. Take a shot. I would love to. Okay, your turn. Okay. uh, The absolute hardest part about losing weight. Uh, Food. Food. I like to eat food. I like to be comforted by food. Emotionally. Food, food, for food. That's, that's my problem. I got no problems working out. I could work out for hours on end. It's food. Yeah. It's your relationship with food and how you treat it. Because Kristen and I lost a lot of weight really quickly the first time. And it was because we were so 
gung ho about calories in versus calories out. And we were just kind of like, how many little calories can we eat? How many calories can we burn when we weren't actually working on the root issue of why is it that we want to turn to pizza when we feel sad, mad, happy, all of the things. So the hardest part about losing weight is actually like addressing those issues and actually figuring out why you do the things that you do and how can you change them? And not only how can you change them, what action are you going to put forth and actually make a sustainable change? You right. Mm-hmm. It's some bullshit. <laughs> it sure is. I did not <laughs> sign up for this. Well, exactly. And that's the thing is like, we lost the weight. We got close to our quote unquote goal. But because we never addressed those root issues, it all just went right back up again because we were so focused on that end goal. And we were like, aha, we're here. And we just went right back to eating like shit. And you can't do that. Like, no matter what, even if we were to drop down to 130 pounds, it, I'm not saying that that is either of our goal. I'm just using a number. I'm just saying, even if we were to do that, we couldn't, you can't go back to the same way of eating. I'm not saying that you can never have pizza or never go to Burger King or never have any mistakes. <laughs> but if you don't change your habits, you're just going to start back all over again, which is what we did. We gained all of our weight back. And now we are slowly working through our shit and getting frustrated that it's not coming off as fast. And why is this taking so long? And why did this work? And now it's not working. It's because of our stress levels. It's because of us being frustrated with our bodies and what we've done to it and how we've treated it and the mental state around our food and our relationship. The hardest part about losing weight is your mental state. Yep. Yep. And when, and when I said food, I meant your mental state when it comes yes. to food. That's what I meant. Cause everything yes. Katie's saying is completely accurate. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. Sure sign is. me up for another round of this after I go, <laughs> can I come back? Like just with a metabolism faster than the speed of light, please. That'd be sure great. can. Sure can. Um, speaking of food, one of the questions was when is whiskey Wednesday coming back with Cree and Tommy? Kristen. I know I, I want to do it, but Tommy's like really busy and it's not so much me finding the time to cook things. Cause obviously, well, I eat the same, like three things every week guys. So like what I'm eating is very non-exciting, but I did ask Tommy today if we could record one on Sunday. So I think we'll slowly get back into it and it probably won't be every Wednesday, but it will definitely come back. I just had like, yeah, I just had a bit of a, like a block when it came to food. I also don't think I was in a good mental state at that time. Cause I kept thinking I can't cook carbs. And if I can't drink, I can't make this. I mean, they were all like excuses I was giving myself. So, um, we'll be back on the train of in the kitchen with Cree and Tommy shortly. Good. I actually had another person ask me that today and I was like, okay, Did you? It's the, yes. And I'm like, okay, universe, I hear you. We're coming back. Because you got, it's hilarious and it's good. Like it's good for you to number one, learn new things to cook. It's fun for you and Tommy and everybody enjoys them. You might Tommy, not think that anybody does, but people but that's love the them. The thing is that Tommy's <laughs> like, 
only so many people saw it and only so many people liked it. Like he was too consumed about the numbers of people and he, cause he's so very into TikTok and mm-hmm. it's not going viral. So it doesn't matter. Well, it's an I mean, IGTV. It can't go viral. Well, exactly. And 2000 people watching a video is still 2000 people or more or less, like depending yeah. on the video, you know, but I digress again and um, tell him to work his editing skills and turn them then into reels because then they can go viral. Oh no, he wants to turn them into TikToks because Instagram is dead and TikTok is where it is at. He's just obsessed. Someone needs to take his phone away. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. you, can, you can also start making money on Instagram. That is a thing now. So tell Tommy to chill the fuck out. Also- <laughs> create let him know create reels so that those can go viral yeah just saying um (laughs) all right last question what song describes your life right now rock me like a hurricane what does that mean (laughs) does it seem very windy where you are do you need a boat or a life jacket oh i need a lifeboat (laughs) Oh my God. Here I am. Rock me like a hurricane. That's all I got. Just another manic Monday. I feel like there's a lot of chaos in my life right now. So any song that is in, I need, I need to calm. I need to calm and organize and yeah. So right at the moment, it just feels like my brain is kind of going and I need it to calm down. All right. Um, I don't think I have one that describes my life, but I will say that right now I am obsessed with the ex ambassadors just came out with a new song called adrenaline. Actually, they just came out with a new album, but, um, there's a line, there's a line that says, I think I'm going off my medicine. I think I need to feel something again. So push me to the limit, bring me closer to the edge, give me adrenaline. And for me, I feel like going off my medicine for me means going off my medicine of um, coping with food and alcohol and also just fear. Like I'm ready Mm -hmm. to feel and ready to, you know, live life without fear or coping with things that are not going to serve me. I feel that. I like it. Now I'm going to have to go listen to that. It's a good song. I also feel like I just have not there. Where's the music? I know Adele is coming. Thank the good Lord. Where is, I feel like there's no music. What is everybody doing? Um, they probably were taking a break, uh, having to homeschool their children during a pandemic. I'm going to say just- that these famous people were not home homeschooling their children. That somebody I mean, else. Didn't you see home- Schmidt from New Girl? He had a whole series of him trying to teach his daughter at home while homeschooling during the pandemic. It was great. Oh my God. I did not see that. It was however, great. <laughs> however, he is not a singer. No. People go into the recording studios and make music. No, I get it. Like I get like, you know, maybe because of COVID people weren't getting into studios. I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, Taylor Swift put out two whole albums during the, the pandemic. Well, didn't you say or didn't you share that One Republic is coming out with something? No. Yeah, it wasn't an album. It was. Well, yeah, they just released an album, but I thought they were going to release a concert date. Oh. But no, it was something completely different. 
well, an album will probably mean that a concert will happen eventually. I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know where these people are or what they are doing with their lives, but I'm sure that they are coming soon. Okay. Thank you for your optimism. You're welcome. All right. Well, that is all the questions that we have for today. Yeah. I felt like Moira Rose when I said that. For today. For I know that today. Wasn't that was a British accent. Yeah, that wasn't her at all. <laughs> I just saw they are bringing out a Schitt's Creek Monopoly game. What? And I'm very tempted to buy it, even though I don't really enjoy Monopoly all that much. But it would be funny if... Maybe yeah. if you dro- if you dressed up like David Rose while, while I played, played. <laughs> that would be great. <gasps> it should be David Rose for Halloween. You should just wear a black sweatshirt and you're David Rose. And like a black skirt. Over your big, pants. Yeah. And big black sunglasses. Mm-hmm. My hair. I don't know. That, that ruins it. And I just put it up in a bun. In a blonde. I'm blonde. It's not it going to work. Matter. Maybe I need to be Moira. I kind of have the same oh hair. Oh my God. Oh my God. Interesting. Just I don't start have Pinterest- time to figure that out. Just start Pinteresting it now. And I'm sure you can find something. There's probably a costume somewhere of a Moira Rose costume. Oh, it's I'm prob- sure. It's probably only comes in sizes extra small and small. So nah. Yeah. All right, nah. guys. Thank you for listening to us. Babble, babble, babble. We hope you all have a wonderful day. And weekend and spooky time, but no spooks in your actual house, just from afar. Go watch Hocus Pocus. Oh, have you watched it yet? Because I haven't. I haven't. No. I got to get on that. All right. Mm-hmm. Talk to you later. Toodles. Adios. Toodles. Motherfucker.